0: Michael, would you mind taking a couple of the young guys back there? They're going to pass out a bunch of pamphlets for our marriage thing. Would you mind? I know it's like spontaneous like this, right? See who have real Christian hearts. Okay, there's a few. Cameron was debating with me before. He says, is the Scripture reading Colossians 3, 1 and 2, or 1 through 2? And I said, is there a difference? He says it matters a lot. Uh, and so we took a poll and we decided on one and two. He did a great job with the reading, as always. They'll be handing that, that pamphlet out. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to be looking back at last year and looking ahead at what this year holds as far as what we can see now. We can't uh, predict everything, as you well know. But, uh, and I, I did not perfectly account for everything. There are going to be some things I overlooked and missed. Uh, if, if I overlooked and missed something, it's the elder's fault, okay? I just want you to keep that in mind. Or maybe LeVon's fault. It's, it's somebody's fault. But anyway, it's just the idea. You can't keep up with everything perfectly, but I tried. I'll tell you that. And this is going to be a pretty good glimpse of the things that happened at Valley View over the past year, and it's amazing. How many of you like being here? you feel like it's comfortable, a home for you, like you can thrive and grow and have opportunities to mature? I hope you do because that's the whole goal and the responsibility of the elders at Valley View is to provide you opportunities like that. They can't make you do them. They can't make you grow, but they can sure provide you the resources and the opportunities, and I think they do a good job of that, and I think they're conscious of that all the time. January. 2017, the year started off right with Black Eyed Peas and Hogjaw, right after services. I don't know if you remember that, because January 1 was on a Sunday. Vicky and all them got together, and we had a great meal. Bunch of people stayed. I thought everybody would go, yuck, I ain't staying for something like that. But we had a good crowd. And also, Jamie Lawson, here's a picture. He's here tonight. He placed membership again at Valley View. We've been grateful. that He's been great. He's here e- that's where he sits every single time he's here He knows the Church of Christ's way. You sit in your spot. On the 11th, Amelia June Holt was born. Picture. Isn't that sweet? I thought that's just going to make everybody go, aw, and you did. That's good. Okay. The 13th, the youth group went to CYC in Dallas. I don't have a picture of that. uh, But one of the exciting things for us this year is that in February, one month later than last year, they're going to go to CYC in Gatlinburg where they're going to see 12,000 young people together. And I'm excited about them doing that, and Michael kind of spurring that on. I also want to say this. This Friday, they're leaving for Evangelism University in Savannah, Tennessee. Uh, This is high school only. I think he's got some 18 or 20 going. And that's an encouraging thing because this is more like a... This is almost like you should get college credit for coming to this thing. I've been to it one time. Uh, I'm not even sure how to get to Savannah anymore. I know that there, there was a flood there. Because as we were driving back, I didn't pay attention to the idea that you couldn't get through on this river, on this road, because the river had overflowed it. And we start driving through that and we could see nothing. Open up the bright lights, and there's a river on the, ro- on the road. And we stop. And uh, it's, I don't know if you've ever vi- envisioned going into a river in your car, but it terrified everybody in the vehicle. We turned around and came the wrong way and all that but this year, this year they're going and it's going to be a time for them to really grow on a trip, but it's a serious trip. And they're leaving this Friday and I petition you to pray for this youth group for a couple of reasons. Obviously they need transportation safety and we want to pray for that. But I want, to, I want us to pray for this youth group that they take advantage of these opportunities and they grow spiritually and we have a very mature, moving youth group. And these opportunities that come like this, are not just for are you going to have fun, it's are we going to grow spiritually together. And I pray and I petition you this year, every year and all the time, but this year pray for this youth group that they grow in the nurture and admonition of the Lord in everything we do with them. So youth group, uh, 15th, uh, the holders celebrated their 50th anniversary. Now I understand they just now 51, so this is old news, but we're talking about last year. And so the holders celebrated 50, we got to celebrate with them. Ashton Nelson, another picture, was baptized We had the new member banquet on the 22nd. Ron did that, organized that very well, had a lot of people. But that very Sunday, we had new members, Lisa Horton, Marvin and Regina Hinton, as if they're strangers to anybody, and Stephen Jan Reynolds that joined us at Valley View. That's a great Sunday, I would think. Then on the 26th, see if you know who this next thing is. Who's this? Anybody know who that is? Pears and Spares went to see the... Oak Ridge Boys. Now, I can't go back further, but I'd love to tell you that back in 16, they went to see Charlie Pride. That's really one of my high moments here, right? Uh, they went to see Oak Ridge Boys, and so I appreciate them. Uh, Dr. Devin Swindles, the next picture, he was here for our Old Testament weekend in on the 28th and 29th, and then... New members and eventual married couple, couple placed membership on the 29th, and that's Brian and Kaylee Elliott later on married in the year. They became members at the end of January. All that happened in the first month of 2017. It rolled around to February. Vicky and the Cabbage Queen provided amazing beans and ham again on the 5th. No picture of that, but that same day, Caden Clark was baptized. We do have a picture of that. On the 11th, the father-daughter banquet with a Hollywood theme. You'll see this, and that was the neatest. I know you guys are used to this. This happens every year, and I've got to tell you, sometimes you can go, that's ho-hum. Oh, I've never been to anything like this, and they let us, even though Abby's a little too old for it, right? We had a great time at this, and it's going on again. It's already scheduled. We'll talk about that. But uh, uh, this was just one of those. It, you may say, well, it goes on every year. Yeah, yeah, life goes on. Life goes on every year in simple ways, and the most important thing is often the little stuff. And that may be a little stuff, but I'm going to tell you, Charlotte knows what she's doing. She's planning these things. She pulls it off beautifully. That was a big deal to me, so I want to make a big deal out of that. We had a youth evening worship service for the area on the 19th with Michael Meredith speaking and Britt Bertram. Didn't have a picture of that, uh, but it was a, a good evening. Enjoyed that. And new members came that Sunday also. Mike and Janet Coy joined us. And what a neat couple. And he has got tons of stories, but make sure you got lots of time. On the 26th, of February. Mission Sunday with Joel Lewis of the Gospel Chariot. talking, And also uh, I think we had some Philippine stuff, but that's that symbol right there. And we're going to talk more about that. On that Sunday this church collected $51,124 for missions. $51,000 on a single Sunday. I think that's pretty cool. We'll talk more about that stuff in a minute. March 1st rolled around and the pears and spares went to see Driving Miss Daisy. No picture of that. But they went to Little Rock for that. But also on the second, Ronnie Montgomery passed away. i got a picture of him here. Lads to leaders conducted uh, worship on the 1st of March. On the 9th, the lobby singers went on the road. They took their talent on the road to St. Bernard's Village. I think that was the first time. They've been back several. We'll talk about that. But I love the fact that they're, they're treated that way. A Ladies' Day on the 11th, ungodly clutter was the theme and it went well. On the 12th, I don't have a great picture of this. I apologize for that, but Robert Whitaker passed away. And uh, that was just one of those, those moments, those low things for the year. 18th, Jam organized preparation of a meal at the hospice house, and that was a fun thing. And av- every, uh, uh, Regularly after that, a group of ladies, I think in particular, are stocking their, the, the hospice house with snacks, and the, the people up there know who do, who, who's doing that, and I think that's incredibly important. Although you don't see it, it happens on a regular basis. It may not be seen, but it's crucial and it's important, and it represents us well. The 25th, the men's cook-off, Bailey Morrow married Nick Morgan. Uh, on the 28th, The pears and spares were added again at the Folk Center in Mountain View. Are you pushing me ahead, Paul? You are. But that's okay. Leave it right there. April 2nd, Stephen and Haley Montgomery place membership. Now later on, they'll add another member. We'll talk about that in a minute. On the 8th, Easter egg hunt. That goes on every year. And married couples had a date night at Paul Wallace's house. You can imagine how much fun that must have been. And then on the 9th, Leaderettes and the ladies had their tea that they have every year, and I think that is just the coolest thing. Uh, num- uh, on the 9th, Terry Whitley placed membership. I think I got a picture of her. Also, Christopher and Hillary Mitchell placed membership. Another picture. Uh, the Lads Leaders Convention was the weekend of the 14th. Did very well. I, I, I never really did necessarily describe exactly who did what but there was a lot of people did a lot of amazing things at that and and it's planned for again this year the 18th we bid farewell to Shirley Holbrook we have a picture of her there was an encore performance of the lobby singers at the village on the 27th of April and on the 29th one of the highest moments of this church Jonathan Madison Godsey arrived Yeah, Jonathan's back there doing this, and I am too. It's been a blessing. May 5th, uh, the Pocahontas flooding efforts really got uh, lifted up, and I know Randy and Terry and some others um, went over there, and I wish I'd gotten everybody's names. Uh, Not a lot of people went, but this church invested quite a bit of money in helping some people over there and and, and some manpower too, and it's one of those moments where... uh, you didn't just give money, you sent people and flesh, and that's a great moment. You don't get a lot of moments and opportunities like that, and that was taken advantage of. On the, 5th, uh, the 7th of May was the graduation banquet. Don't have a picture of this, but these are the people who graduated last year Craig Benson, Jake Bird, Savannah Carlton, Joanna Conrad, Griffin Hoag, uh, Allison Tibbs, and Al- uh, Alyssa Weaver. So those were our graduates from last year. On the 7th of May, Grayson Kahn was born. Here's a picture. Now, that's an unusual picture because every time I've been around him, he's totally smiling. So this, he's not smiling here, but that's still, his mom is, but he's not. Uh, but anyway, that's, that's him, and we're grateful for this year being introducing him. On the 10th, Trey Fitz was baptized. He tackled sin. How do you like that, huh? He tackled sin in his life, and we're grateful for that. On the 22nd of May, our summer interns arrived. One of them was here this morning. I think that's cool. That's Hannah and Parker who arrived and and had a great summer and a blessing to our kids. On the 25th, Ethan Moon was baptized. See, I've got got a picture of him. The third, far far right to me, is that to you? Yes, it's the same, okay. And we conducted service on the 28th of May at the St. Bernard's Village. We had a worship service, and I wish we could do that more and more. June 4th, there are no surviving pictures of the canoe trip, but I promise you it happened. On the 7th, we started our summer series, and we had Show and Herring, followed by Fred Strasser and Devin Swindle and Michael Meredith, Josh Parnell, Seth Parnell, Ryan Wilson, David Gibson, Jesse Roberts, and Art Smith, Stan Dowk, Aaron Palmer, and Jeremy Pierce. Great summer series, and I'm sure we'll do it again uh, this summer. On the 11th through the 14th, there's one representative picture of this, our VBS about Joseph. And there you see that great artwork that was on the stage. Great experience. My first experience with VBS Valley View, and it was really cool. I appreciate all the efforts put onto that. That's one of those high moments. You gotta, you gotta put that in there every year. Pairs and spares on the fourteenth took in a Redbirds game. Don't have a picture of that. And on the seventeenth, the youth group took off for uplifted Harding. We announced uh, on the eighteenth in the bulletin we announced the baptisms of Dre Lindsay. Got a picture of him, and also, and also Emmanuel Casano. Didn't have a picture of him, but. Uh, the youth group then, on the 27th, took a hike with Parker. That's the one Cabot got sick on, and they had to come back early. But, uh, but anyway, he, that's kind of his signature touch, at least one of them on the youth group. And the Valley View Day at the zoo was on the 30th, so a lot of things went on this summer as you went on. Uh, on July, they were going to start on the roof. <laughs> Take seven days. If they had seven days without rain. On the 1st, this is another one of those because of uh, what I've witnessed in, in watching this guy. This is one of those uh, subtle high points you don't think about. But Ed and Julie Butterworth were married. i got a good picture of them. Uh, he's grown fuzzy since then, so it's kind of looking strange, right? Uh, but they were married. And then uh, Molly Adkins was baptized at camp. I believe. I think I've got a picture. That's how we baptize at camp. That's, uh, what can I say? I'm embarrassed now. It's sprinkling. I didn't have a picture of the baptism, but uh, Finn Montgomery was born on the 3rd. She was here this morning. That's, yeah. Summer camp came. They've got a picture of summer camp, the whole thing. Yes. And that's a high point of the year for the young people and for us. I mean, just to know that our young people are out there learning things like this. And it also saw the baptisms of Katie Woodruff and Avery Adkins. I'd say we get this one. And then Maddie Herndon. Doesn't get her baptism, but a picture. And then on the 13th, there was the first John with Jonathan. No picture of that, but I just love that name. And uh, I, um, we had, uh, had a few of those in the year, and that was lots of fun. The FBI lock-in came. I didn't have any pictures of the FBI lock-in, but anybody who does a lock-in deserves to be mentioned. Uh, anybody who tries to pull off a lock-in deserves to have some honor put on them. Uh, I think uh, they're crazy forever sponsoring a lock-in, Michael and others. But when they do, they deserve to have their name put in the newspaper or something. 21st, the Pairs and Spares went to the oldies show at the Collins Theater. Uh, Kaylee and Brian Elliott showed you before they got married and a funeral for John Davis on the 22nd. The 23rd, Ann Trevathan place membership. Have a picture of her. Been a great, great addition to us over the year. And the 24th, Myth. I don't have a single picture from Myth, but it is one of those high points, too. It's something Jonathan and Parker came together and put on. It was a wonderful time. Older folks and younger people at the church building will see that revived again. There'll be a revividus or whatever they call that. The 27th, the lobby singers return to St. Bernard's Village once again. The 29th, Hannah Hudson married Andrew Hicks. By the way, she cut those dreadlocks off. Yesterday, and I am so shocked. I don't even know who she is. But anyway, when you see her next, you just remember that's Hannah. Okay, I just remember. The 30th, there's a special celebration with Cabot. They had fish and hush puppies. That wasn't from that celebration, but I didn't have a good representative one of Cabot there. Uh, but we had a special party for him as he was heading on a new chapter in his life. The 30th was exaltation at the Fowler Center. My first time to experience that. Well worth it. Love that. That needs to be an annual vi- event as, they, as it is. August comes around, uh, and they were going to start on the roof. Um, funeral was held at the building for Connie Wilkerson. August the 3rd. Strange stuff. The youth group went on a Branson trip at that same time. The back-to-school bash was held three days later with Jake Willis and Alexander Jamerson. Tools for School was held. They had backpacks all across this front of the auditorium. It was beautiful to see. Daniel Haddock placed membership. We have a picture. And I know you don't know him well, so um, I decided to get the association. This is his, his niece who is tamed him and domesticated him. Uh, but Daniel is looking at us somewhat. That's him, and he's been here and grateful that he is here. A great addition for us. Uh, the whole, and this is going to be weird, on the 20th was the Sex and Sandwiches on a Sunday night, um, and that was fun. 24th, the Lobby Singers again. They were at St. Bernard's, another encore performance for them. Pairs and Spares went to two museums on the 25th, and a special contribution was taken on the 27th for the Russ Turner family. We'll talk about that just a little bit more in a minute. September came, and the roof was put on the schedule of the people who were supposed to do it. Uh, still there. Uh, apparently, the lack of rain for the last two months was not enough to get them here. The, on the third, the new website was unveiled. Here's kind of the logo that goes on the front, and it is an amazing thing, and it's growing all the time, and we're trying to make it even better. But Matthew Walton is kind of behind that, and it looks so crisp and so clean, and we're grateful. That needs to be something that's uh, considered with importance. College meals resumed on the 6th. A special ladies' ministry started on September the 10th called Keeping It Real, and it's about texting people, and it's been amazing the blessing that this has been to uh, each of those who are participants of that. On the 13th, the youth uh, breakfast began again, and those who came up here early on Wednesday mornings started their work again. Heritage Banquet presented He Hall. See, you've got a picture on there. I love that. That was fun. Those kids are so incredibly talented. The Wednesday night format changed on a Wednesday night on the 27th of September. Some like it, some don't, but it's a neat kind of experience, and I'm here as late as I ever am just visiting with people. And so just a, n- a nice change. October comes around, and the roof would be started on any day. That's what they said, October. And new members on October one. Darlene Gregory, Debbie Mayville, she's the pretty one, uh, Megan Reynolds, Jean Lewis, all placed membership on that 1st of October. And also, we had a new thing starting, a new chapter of Valley View history and, and ministry, and that is Michael and April Deese got started. Did I get, do I not have a picture of them? I don't, do I? How in the world? Stand up stand up. Go ahead, stand up. Right now they're fighting, so they're not agreeing with each other. But anyway, I don't know how in the world I missed that. Anyway, that's been a great addition. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. On the third, Trip Carter Simpkins was born. I do have a picture. Yes, okay. He's grown since then, but I'm just saying that he was born. The youth took their Pumpkin Hollow trip on the 6th. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner was held on the 7th. I didn't get a single picture from that. Fun experience, though. Family Fun Day and all that food on the 8th of October. On the 12th, Brenda Hyde passed away. And I can say, I can say this, I can say this, Daryl sitting right there. I can say, as, as the first presenter at the funeral... I actually got to have the last word with her. It was the the first time ever to be able to say something. She didn't have some smart aleck response back. And so I just felt good about that, but we miss her. She's just some spice that's missing today. Fall family retreat on the 27th. And then Dirk Smith of uh, Eastern European Mission spoke on the 29th. Yulela turned 90, and I told her two or three weeks ago, I already got her 100th birthday party scheduled on my calendar. Uh, for 10 years from now expect her to show up and I will too new members Melba Cook and Garrett and Caitlin Inman college folks trunk or treat was on the 31st I think I've got a couple pictures of this Uh, can anybody point out Paul Wallace doesn't even have a mask does he no he's a far right uh, it took me a minute to figure out who he was, but he just creepily and without words just walked up and down this, this pathway here for a while, and it really was eerie, right? Uh, but anyway, uh, that was another picture here, I think. Yeah, that's the uh, altums in there. They got third place or second place. I love uh, how they decorated their vehicle. Trunk retreat was a lot of fun. November, uh, for some reason, there were men on our roof. Um, banging away all day long, driving us crazy. On the 4th, there's a service held at St. Bernard's Village again. New members, Billy and Nelda Simpkins. And then on the 12th, evening potluck of beans and cornbread. And on the 14th, Ron and Gail Ray were married. That was a cool event on a Tuesday at the church building. On the 18th, we had Pack-A-Sack. The church t-shirts finally arrived on the 26th. And the pears and the spares on the 29th took a Branson trip. On November, rolled around in December, and they said they were going to stay on the roof day and night until it's finished. There are frozen bodies on our roof. <laughs> PJs with Santa on the first. I want you to look at a couple of these pictures. Just love that they had some fun there at that. And I and I gotta tell you though they, uh, yeah, <laughs> they had some great pictures. Of this and and here's the funny thing. Those of us who who kind of have, no, 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 don't go up there. Uh, those of us who may not have people that age group, i got to say something kind of like, I don't know if you've ever been on a, on a trip to Six Flags uh, where there's some people that want to do the, the Mr. Freeze that goes backwards real fast, and some people just can't handle that. And if you're in a group, then some have to be patient and wait for those people to do that, and then they come back down, and they need to go do something else. The thing about a church that's important to know is, even if there's an activity that doesn't hit you with its target, it is important to all of us. And PJ's with Santa is one of those that, uh, my kids are beyond the whole Santa thing, but it is incredibly important to me that we do this stuff. And we keep doing it because the church isn't just for me, it's for our kids to have all that stuff. And so when it doesn't appeal to you, and it doesn't hit you, and you don't necessarily need to be here, still take great interest because it is incredibly important that we take interest in each other even when it doesn't hit us. That's the sign of a mature church. And PJ's with Santa is a huge deal, and when, when, when she starts planning that, I'm not. like, oh, no, 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 Charlotte needs to keep doing this because this is a really, we got to keep doing this. This is a great thing. Then the tacky Christmas party, that's next. Yeah, uh, Paul does this. Um, I say that, I'm not even sure that's important or not. But uh, <laughs> when you see all the work that goes into this and the weird people that we have that make up this church, I'm really concerned. I really have some issues with this, but anyway, it was a tacky Christmas party, and a ton of people uh, came out for that, 40, 50 people, and they enjoyed themselves, and I'd love to have been there, and there are other things that night that made it crazy, but holiday potluck on the 3rd, with Meals on Wheels, we took meals to our shut-ins, new members, Pat Timms, Stormy Langle, Ron Ray, don't have his picture there, but Janet Carraway, the new members here. And then on the 6th, Amy and Kaylee Johns were baptized and the whole family became a part of the Valley View Church. We're so grateful and they've been here every time since then and appreciate their presence. On the 9th, this just seemed so poetically right. There's a funeral service for David Holbrook. So at the beginning of the year, we bid farewell to her and at the end to him. And it's almost like they just could not live apart. And I think that is kind of one of those things you sign on for. On the 17th, the youth group worship and Christmas party was held. The great turnout, Christmas caroling. And then the last bit of the year, somebody won. And the other one, the jury's still out on. Karen says she won the Tony Award, and here it is. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, that sounds really funny, doesn't it? Yeah. What a neat thing. It's always hard to know what to include, what to say, what not to say. But I'm always interested in new members and baptisms. We play with 30 new members placed membership at Valley View this year. But here's the thing that worries me 12 baptisms. A church this size, a community this size, that just doesn't seem. I'm, everyone's important. Everyone's significant, needs to be celebrated. But just something. Something about we draw from different churches, but we're not reaching people with Christ for the first time. And that's got to concern us. We've got to have more of an evangelistic focus too and not just shift memberships from different people. We had deaths, we had births, we had marriages, we had divorces. There's some really heavy things that happened in the lives of so many of you this year. Many of you lost parents, you lost spouses, you lost siblings. Some of you lost both a spouse and a sibling, close relatives. Some of you had some pretty hefty medical things happen to you. We're still following you, and some of you have healed enough, and it's, it's kind of gone to the side now, but it happened in 2017. And everybody in here knows how significant these things are and how those moments impact us. And our prayer is that we, we were the church we needed to be and were called to be for you in those moments. Life has been experienced at Valley View in the last year and the scripture is true we laughed with those who laughed and we wept with those who wept and it's not always clear in every circumstance what exactly we should do but we strive to do the most right thing we regretted to have to sever a relationship with the India work but we also started this new effort where no one's been before in Myanmar holds great promise Maybe it changes the world. As for the pulpit, we had a series this year. We called it There's a Reason, because I felt like at least coming on board here, and I'm new still, I still consider myself in a honeymoon phase, right? And so I I, I thought we we need some grounding, and I I was hoping in the course of this year as we hit these things like... Scripture. Why is it so important in worship and baptism and male spiritual leadership and the Lord's Supper and instruments in worship? Why we don't use them? I felt like it was time to say it, and I hope I hope that maybe our young people got it and said, "There's a reason we do the things we do." Provide a grounding for these identity markers for us. We covered First and Second Peter, the the one chapter books of the Bible, the Proverbs on Sunday night. We began Matthew and Exodus. Mitchell Fitz led There's a Stirring 125 times. And there are so many hidden heroes that aren't even mentioned in this stuff. Somebody filled these communion trays every single Sunday so that when the time came, it would be there for us to use them. Somebody did that. I don't know who did it. I didn't see them, and neither did you, mostly. But they just kind of a hidden hero that's important to what we do. Someone, Someone's drove the church bus to make sure that those people who couldn't get here on their own could get here. And they're cred- incredibly important, and it's not something that you see. But those people show up, and they have a way to be here, and they can participate. And we see their face and draw encouragement from them because somebody did that. We had ladies taking care of the nursery. Maybe you didn't see them. We had greeters at the door. And most of those greeters are there not because they're just assigned, but because they want to be there. There's so security people out there making sure nothing happens while we're in here. There were people giving hours of time in order to teach a class for your kids and for you. And that takes a lot of time and energy and creative thinking. Meanwhile, a couple of our members were out at Fisher, making sure that they had someone preaching there. And there were some others uh, constantly at Morningside, making sure the worship service goes on there. I know some of them, I don't know them all, so I won't even try to name them. But I'm going to tell you, you may not realize there are some members here that dismiss themselves from here and go somewhere else, and they provide something for them others. and others. Uh, and, and I think that's a service that's important. A quiet, a quiet group provided those snacks at the hospice house. Valley View, us, we get credit for what these people do, and we don't even know that they do it. And you don't have to. it's not why they do it. It's those people that help the church look good and be good to the whole world, and it's important that we acknowledge that once in a while. Many of you did other things of compassion, And kindness. There's a group here that meets often for visitation to make sure that some of these visits that we just can't, people can't just get around and make, that somebody gets around and lets people know that we still care about them, haven't forgotten about it. And while we, no human, may have seen it, I know who did. And I know you can't do a single thing like that without God rewarding you for it. Generosity appeared in many ways at Valley View. Pocahontas relief, there was no way to figure out how much that was. That was an elder's discretion thing. The Turner family lost their entire home and a couple of family members. Devastating. Obviously, you felt this. Fellow Christians experienced a loss like this, and somehow it hit a chord with you. And on one Sunday, $33,000 plus goes to that family, and rightly so. Those fifth Sunday contributions that go to the principal of the building... $58,122. Fifty eight thousand one hundred and twenty two dollars. Hurricane relief thirty four thousand eight hundred and forty five. Missions forty one or fifty one thousand three hundred and twenty five. A total of beyond our regular giving, beyond what happens just because you're supposed to give to God, beyond and above all that stuff, one hundred and seventy seven thousand six hundred and thirty seven bucks. That is amazing. I'll preach at you and say, we need to do more of this. But I'll also look at you and say, church, that's getting it right. That's getting it right. As we proceed into 2018, I want to provide a quick calendar of events. These are general. I don't put the youth things on there for the summer because we'd need eight slides for that. Okay? I'm going to let kind of Michael come up with that at a later time. I will say, don't forget Friday. Say a prayer for this youth group and be praying for them all weekend long. Next slide. Oh, yeah, yeah, this thing. I'll be talking about this a little more. You've got a pamphlet in your hand, I hope, if they got it to you. It's Relationships Matter. And we want, we want, I want you to know this. This is one of those things. We don't, I don't really like gospel meetings that just take up a whole week, right, because people don't come to those anymore. But once in a while, we're going to do something that hits a chord with us. And we, we realize marriage is going to be one of those things. We'll be talking more about marriage in a minute. This is coming up January 28th through thirty one. Uh, in that pamphlet, you're going to see described everything they're going to teach. It's going to hit on everything I can conceivably imagine as relating to a marriage or relationships with other people, not necessarily marriage. That's why it's not marriage matters. It's relationship matters. Here's what, Does anybody have an extra copy of that? I meant to bring one up with me. Anybody got one? Thank you. What I want to point out is we've made a bunch of these, and they're mailable. I think they're mailable, and if not, we'll put them in an envelope. If you know some people who could use receiving this, take some of these with you and hand them to them. And if you don't want to do that and you want to mail to us, give us your address that you need to send them to, and we will send them one in the mail. But There's a description of everything, but I want you to look at the conference schedule right here, okay? You do not need to feel compelled to come to everything. We're not going to beat you over the head and make you come to everything. Those of you who are married right now, do not come to the recovery from death or divorce. Don't do that. We're all going to die, but don't plan on it right now. And you don't need a divorce, so don't plan on that, right? So at 2.30 on Sunday, y'all don't need to pile into your car and say, well, they're doing something at church, i got to be there. And those of you older ladies don't necessarily feel like it. But hey. If you've suffered from any kind of effect from the death of a spouse. Jerry Jones' wife died. I remember this story. I remember this happening. And he, he describes that beautifully. And they talk about the issues that are pertaining. Come to that if you need that. The rest of the stuff that are church times, just come to church like normal, right? But I want to notice, I want to I hit a couple of things, is on Monday... It's on communication. I encourage all married people to come to that. There will be child care each night. And there's a sign-up sheet for anybody who can offer that. If you just don't want to come to the the, the, the presentations, but you're willing to come watch the kids, please do that. It's going to be a service to those people who need to hear this. On Tuesday, I want all teenagers to come to Tuesday night. And here's why. You're going to say, well, we're not married. No, but you will be one day maybe. And this one is not having unrealistic expectations when you go into marriage. You need to hear that. And secondly is, what happens when pornography invades a community or a culture? What does it do to your marriage or future marriage? This is huge stuff. Don't tell me it's not a big, huge, epidemical problem in the whole world, but especially right here in our community and right here in our church. I want every teenager to join us on that night. I beg you, if you can at all, be here on that Tuesday night. And then Wednesday night is kind of self-explanatory. As your marriage changes, what kinds of of things do you need to do? They're going to be offering counseling at their hotel. She is a clinical counselor, clinical therapist, and so she'll be offering some counseling during that week. And you can sign up for it. We're going to make that known. Please take this. And right now, those of you who are married couples, if you will, take out your cell phone right now. Married couples, take out your cell phone right now. I want you to think of one married couple friend. It could be a married friend. You don't know the spouse or whatever. One friend, I want you to text them right now at church. You're not supposed to use your cell phones at church, but we're going to make an exception right now. I want you to think of a friend who is married who could use any of this. And I want you to send them a text and say, we're having Relationship Matters Seminar at our church, January 28th to 31, please consider coming. That's it. And text it to them right now, everybody. I don't see anybody texting. You have permission and you don't want to. You have every bit of permission if you want to. Take these home with you. Please be here. And if you can take a few extra and hand them to people who just might, you're not saying, I think your marriage is hurting. Just say, I want you to consider coming to this. And if you want us to mail it for you to somebody, give us the address. We will send it ourselves. We're that serious about this thing. January 28th through the 31st. I was going to stress the parenting seminar, but uh, I'm a week late, so it's already over. I can't do that. Next slide. Here are the calendar of events you need to know, okay? If you have a calendar and you want to write them down, uh, I mean, these are going to be on the church calendar on the website here pretty soon. These are the things set in stone right now. There are going to be other things. Guess who's coming to dinner is going to be added to this, but this is the stuff we already know. Go ahead to the, well, just leave that up there for a second. The only thing I'd stress right here, Fried Hardiman weekend on the 3rd and 4th of March, great thing. They're going to be here, the chorus. He's going to lead singing and Chorus presentation. It's going to be a wonderful experience. The rest of this, I, I, I'll, I'll say something more in a moment. Next slide. CRA chorus. Usually, Mac tells us the chorus is coming on Wednesday night one hour before they come. Yeah, that's what he does. He likes to do that, but we found out through the grapevine, secretaries are wonderful. They're coming on the 29th of April. We're going to make a shindig out of this. We're going to advertise this. We're going to sell this baby, right? These guys are good, so we're going to sell They better be good. If they're bad, tell us, Mac, and we'll not do that. And have a meal and all that for the whole church, not just the chorus, whole church. we we'll us just make a big deal out of CRA chorus. Graduation banquet on May 6th, June 10th through 13th is VBS. I don't know the theme, but that's all you need to know is VBS. You know the theme? No, I don't either. Okay, July, that's mostly you stuff. I'm not going to try to get on that. August, back to school bash. I do know that on the 12th. Next slide. Soto marriage retreat. If you're a married couple, consider September 14 to 16. We're going to talk more about that in a minute. Friend and family day, fall family retreat, pack a sack, all that's on there. That's stuff for you to have on there. And you'll say, that's all the way in November. Why are you telling us now? Well, you know how fast this stuff goes. In this new year, there's some emphases that we want to maintain. The word you're going to be hearing stressed over and over again is the word commitment. A commitment to being children of God, honoring God's will in our lives by submitting to Scripture over our own impulses. That's from youth all the way up to older folks. We need to commit to our marriages. We need to commit to our church and to our fellowship and to mission works that we do here and to evangelism. And our main memory verse is Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 2. And you're going to, here's how, you are responsible for memorizing this. By March, as you're walking out of the church auditorium, I can point to you and say Colossians 3, 1 and 2. And if you can't say it perfectly, you owe $10 more in the offering. You're going to know it personally, but we're going to know it as a church. We get together and start services on Sunday morning. We're going to stand up, and I'm going to say, we're going to all repeat this together or certain parts of it. So I want you to read it with me together. You ready? Since then, you've been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. How many of you have been raised with Christ baptized you've been raised with Christ you know what that means you are to set your heart on things above That's where Christ is. That's where our heart is. That's where our yearning is. That's where our desire is. And so therefore, repeat verse 2 with emphasis with me. You ready? Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. Quit looking down here and start looking up here where you want to go. Don't have your eyes on where you were. Have your eyes on where you're going. And that's what he wants us to do. And this year we're going to set our eyes and our minds on things above and commit to those things and quit focusing on things here. We're going to focus our commitment on marriage. That's one of them. This Relationship Matters uh, seminar is incredibly important. It's a big part of that. January 28th to 31. Valentine's Day. Paul, what can I say about this? Are you sure? Are you sure? All right. so on the 13th, the day before Valentine's Day, it is Wednesday, so we can't be romantic on Wednesday night. So Valentine's Day, the day before, Valentine's Day Eve, $50 a couple, sounds like a lot, but I'm going to guarantee you with the entertainment that's going to be there, it's worth much more than that. So what you're going to do is you're going to get your sweetheart together, it's formal, don't you wear t-shirts and jeans, do not do that. If you cannot rent a tux if you have to, I don't care what you do, don't do that. But, but, but do come. We're going to go to Sue's Kitchen. You're going to take. It's a table for just you, your, one couple, and another couple, and that's it. Nobody else can sit there. They are going to serve you a meal that night. You don't get up and go to a buffet. You don't get up and do anything. You are served like royalty, and the entertainment's going to be amazing. And this is a romantic, and if you need child care, we're going to make sure that you can, I don't know, drop them off here, I think. There's going to be child care here so that you don't have to worry about finding a babysitter. There's somebody good going to be watching your kid here, right? They're going to be taken care of right here. You come, just you and your spouse, on the church's dime, partly. I know you're saying $50. Yeah, but there's other stuff with this. It's a fun evening, and I know it's Tuesday and everything's crazy. Y'all, it's Valentine's Day. Treat her good. Treat her good this time. And this is going to be a great experience. After that, got a men's retreat being planned, a ladies' retreat being planned, and then the culmination of all this is a Soto retreat, September 14th through 16th. Plans are already being formulated for that. This is going to be a church that's committed to helping you have a faithful marriage because we're committed to this. God's committed to you, you committed to each other, and we're committing to you as well. But we're also going to give attention to singles too because often the church just kind of lets them go as well. And also the college work. There's meals being provided for the college students. We're planning some trips for the college students if they'll cooperate with that. It takes a lot to get their cooperation, we'll see. But we want to see this college group thrive and mature too and not just fun and games but to deepen their faith as well. A focus on evangelism. I'm going to make this as fast as I can but uh, we heard this report last time. We're, in, we're involved in these places. Myanmar, I'm going to show you where that is here in a minute. We're the sponsoring church. That means we're the main people over this effort. The Philippines, you know Doug Simpson. Swaziland, where the Allisons are, teaching about families and family issues. Truth for Today goes out into all the world. Romania, Gospel Chariot, we'll talk about that in a minute. Families First, River City Ministries, Eastern European Missions. This is what we're involved in. But last Sunday night, after a year and five months at Valley View, I learned some of the missions we're involved in. We don't talk about it. We don't report on it. We don't pray about this stuff. And people say, well, that's all so many miles away. Missions, we need to work on stuff here. I'm going to tell you something. We can't be good here if we're not involved over there and know about it and pray about it. Now, I want you to notice the map. Is the map next? All right, here's Myanmar right here, Asia. Okay, next picture. There's China. Here's India where we were, Bangladesh. You got a friend who's there, Mike Brooks, who used to be at Center Hill. Thailand here. Vietnam here, and here's Myanmar. It used to be Burma. That's where we are. Down over here is the Philippines. We're over there too. We're the sponsoring church of the School for Preaching. has eight students here. Guys, this is a big deal. Let's take personal interest in this. Let's be prayerful about this. We are the sponsoring church of a school that trains preachers in this country. It's a big deal. Let's act like it. Next slide. Here's the Philippines. Here again. Burma, this is Myanmar now, and this is the Philippines. We're involved, too, through Doug Simpson, right, and his strange mother. Okay, the next one. Here's Africa, and here's Swaziland. You can hardly tell where it is. I want to know where this guy's working, right? The Allison's way down here. Next slide. And that's where it is. South Africa is a huge country that goes all the way around it with Mozambique right here. Swaziland, that's where the Allison's are. Next slide. Romania. I'm trying to get David to go there full time. Can we take up a collection? No, uh, uh, this is Romania, Ukraine right here. In our Eastern European missions, we're trying to provide Bibles for people. Our Bibles are going to the Ukraine, so we're involved in the Ukraine. If somebody there has a Bible, could be because you gave money in an offering that went there. This is cool stuff. Next one. Now this is a neat picture because the gospel chariot thing, I I, I went on their side. I want to know where all you are. You want to know where all they are? They go from here to here to here. To here, 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 and yeah, Swaziland too. Botswana, Namibia, Angola, and Southern. Every one of these. That, that, those things, those chariots go into all those countries. So the money you give that goes to them goes to people all around. This is exciting, cool stuff. Be proud of that. No, when you give your money in here, it goes somewhere. It's not just for us to have pizza at youth rallies. Nothing wrong with that. But it also goes to other people in other countries who've never heard the gospel before. And that's just cool stuff. Next slide. Evangelism. Somehow or another, a church of 600 people needs to baptize more than 12 a year. And I'm not saying numbers are everything. I'm not a big numbers guy. But holy cow, we've got to do better than that. We've got to have an emphasis. I want to tell you one thing I'd like to do is increase evangelism. Is to uh, w- Our website's going to be used for this more. Relationships we have and sharing with people, not just inviting them to church, but having relationships with them. World English Institute is involved in Guatemala and every other country we've mentioned. I'm going to show you this website. It's got it popped up there. I'm a teacher for World English Institute, have been for a while. This is an interesting website. You go on there, and you, they have a, a list of students waiting for somebody to teach them, and you don't do any grading. You don't do any grading. You just agree to encourage this guy or this woman as she goes through this Bible correspondence course, which is about teaching English, but also teaches the Bible, and it grades it for you. There are three questions at the end that makes it, what did you learn from this lesson? And you need to look at those and you just need to encourage them and say, what a great insight you have. I appreciate this And, and I'm watching you and you just keep going and you send it off. It takes about five minutes a day. Most of the time, these students, I have about 15 students, I have to spend about five minutes a day because it's hit or miss with them whether they can get to an internet place. But they always they'll, they'll respond back. So I have 15 or 20 students, and it takes about five minutes a day to do this. And if you're a person you're not good at interaction, but you know about a computer, and you have 10 minutes a day to do this, you have more than enough time to teach somebody the gospel. And then eventually, this is what I really like. I usually pick Romania or Albania, because I know people in those two countries that I can email if this person gets so far, and say, so "You go see them and see what they see how they're doing." Okay. Guatemala uses this, too. They mentioned this when they were here for their report. Why can't we have a group of people? They're looking for more teachers. If you've got 10 minutes a day and can handle a computer, you can be teaching somebody. And it just nurtures your ability to be able to share with people. Okay, that's good enough for that. Next slide. I'm sorry this is going long, y'all, but, you know, it's for a whole year, you know. Next slide. Okay, this is local evangelism good works, okay? This is CASA. CASA, court CASA. I've I've used it every which way you can imagine. Court, appointed, special advocate for young people. They're begging for volunteers in northeast Arkansas. What cool thing would it be? So We're looking for good works to do, and we often think of big, flashy events. What about you have a group of 10 or 15 people who train with this organization and become advocates for young people in foster care? And we're known as the church that has that big group of people that will advocate for young people in foster care. And just one by one across the community, we start helping these young people and and start having some good works that we do. That doesn't have to be known by anybody. It's just an opportunity for us to have a contact with other people. My number one thing for years has been to be a hospice volunteer, a person who goes and talks to people as they're dying. My brother died on hospice. I saw what happens is these volunteers go house to house and visit with these people. And they don't have enough people doing this. And I don't mean hospice house. I mean go into the homes of people who are on hospice at home. And they need just somebody there maybe to offer respite for that person who's taking care of them so they can go get groceries and just get away for a while. And they'll call and they'll say, can you come and sit for an hour or read for an hour? Sure, I'll come over. And I come over, give them a break, and you get known to the community. But more than that, you get to actually serve somebody in need. Guys, I don't know the big flashy good works that we can do that get in the newspaper and the mayor knows about it. And I don't care either. I want to be of service to people who I can also eventually talk about faith with. What about a whole church of people? What if Valley View known as that group that has 25 people who are hospice volunteers? 30 people who are court-appointed special advocates for young people? These are needs in our own community. Right now, there's a big discussion about homelessness in in, uh, Jonesboro. And I know a lot of people who are just, wow, this just bothers me. If it bothers you, it might be God nudging you to do something. And I don't know what to do, and I don't know the, all the answers. I do know this. As a church, we need to be a betterment of our community. That's what salt and light is about. And my question is, do we have people who are, who are frustrated with something, who see something that bothers them and want to do something about it? Why not come to the elders or why not come to jam and say, listen, we got to do something. Let's figure something out. We need to be about good works. That's how we're going to influence the community. Next slide teaching the only small group that this big church does we don't do small groups for whatever reason i'm not sure they work but the greatest small group we got is the bible class and i love our bible classes but we need more teachers not because our present teachers aren't good enough they are we just need them to have a break. We need some other people to teach. We've got we to be teaching other people to teach. Somehow or another, we've got to learn how to do this and teach one another, encourage one another, and we've got to make sure our Bible classes are the best. Y'all, this is the part of the church where the heart beats. We come together and we worship God in here, and that's important, but you get to know each other in a small group as you pray together and study Scripture together. Let's make our Bible class as good as possible, and let's get some more people who teach, empower them to teach. Next slide. Youth and family, we brought on Michael and April because they had this special united ability with each other to be with these young people, and I've been totally impressed with what they're doing. This thing he organized yesterday... Excellent things about what, how to be family and how to monitor the technology and what it does to us. But we've got other things coming up. He's got big trips this weekend. He's got a big trip in February, huge one to Gatlinburg, and our kids are going to be together, and they're going to learn each other, and they're going to get away from home and be in unfamiliar places together. This is, this is one of those things where our families and our youth has to be an emphasis, and we've got to commit to them. And we've got to commit to them this way. I got on to them. Got on to them. You know this already. We don't want to rehash all this stuff, but listen. There needs to be a, a nurturing, a respect for truth and authority in younger generations. There's no doubt about that in our culture and in our youth group, and this whole church needs to participate in this. So listen, when you are, when you are hosting a devotional or you're chaperoning a devotional, you expect... Respect from these young people, and they'll give it to you. Expect it. When you go on trips somewhere, expect respect all the time from them for everyone, and you'll get it. And they are good kids, they are excellent kids, and they'll give it. But if they don't, we ne- they need to be taught and challenged, just like everybody else in every other context. Let us be a commitment, a church that commits to the youth. We will provide some fun. We will always provide spiritual structure, though. Next slide. My favorite thing about Valley View that's opposed to anybody else is there's not anybody else that has a group like Pairs and Spares. And a lot of people probably, as they get older, think, well, the youth group's so active and those younger couples get together and do stuff, the old people just go home and sit on the couch. That's not true here. We have the best, I think, I th- I'm more worried about people stealing our seniors minister than I am about our youth minister, right? He's got, I mean, who else goes to Charlie Pride and Oak Ridge Boys and, and two museums in Truman, Arkansas? I don't understand that, but anyway, I love what, what Bernie and Linda do, and I don't ever want them to know, to think that they're not appreciated. You guys do amazing work. I appreciate what you do, and what it is is important. I want our older folks to know that there's a place you come here, and they're active still in what you do and stuff. Proud of this group, and I'm hoping on a Sunday night sometime this year to do a seniors rally. We've done youth rally type stuff in the evening. I want to do a seniors rally, have an older minister speak, and invite the older members from different churches around to come on a Sunday. Isn't that weird? Have extra wheelchairs and stuff and walkers, you know, and see what happens. I just think they are the most devoted people in the world. The doors are open. They'll come. Let's see what happens. All right. Sermons will be from Matthew and from Romans, from Exodus and 1 Samuel, and anything that somebody requests. Each quarter, we're going to stock our classrooms with people prepared to teach well and challenge you. And behind the scenes, the website will continue to grow. And as each of you grows, Valley View will be here, hopefully for you. We are going to start publishing as soon as possible birthdays and anniversaries because that's part of a family putting that in the bulletin the next week two weeks these are the birthdays and anniversaries here at Valley View that's a lot of people this year you're gonna get older your kids are gonna grow up a little more some of you are gonna graduate your kids some of us won't make it out of this year we know that's true just from the past experience some of us might end up married some of us might have a child on the way some of you will have children life will be lived but it will be lived in the context of Christian faith as we are faithful to one another and encourage each other and we share the faith with each other and the people around us that's just what you do at the church on the hill we'll wear those t-shirts on occasion we'll let you know but right now you don't need to be wearing t-shirts Nothing counts as much as us simply supporting each other and worshiping God here. Let's get it right with God and worship Him. Let's spur one another on toward love and good works and remember what we believe. And then we'll leave the hill, return to life, actually living what we've believed and remembered. And that's what it means to be the light on the hill. The church on the hill. That's a look back at 2017, a look at 2018, and I want you to be a part of it. I want you to desire it. I want you to be hungry for it, and I want you to participate in the things. These things are being offered. Don't let them go by without participating in them and receiving the benefits of them. Other things will be added, but these things are for sure. And we are committed to being a church that cares about each other. And if you're part of that team, we'd love to have you. And if for whatever reason you've never committed to the Lord yourself, you've been, you've been coming maybe or you've been attending with other people, but you've never committed to the Lord yourself, it's a great time to start before all this starts and before the year gets going and gets fast and busy and hectic. Make your commitment to decide right now, I'm nailing my foot to the floor. I'm going to let Christ save me and I'm going to have my mind set on things above, not on earthly things. If you need to make a response this evening, we stand ready to receive you as your church home and your family to receive you as you need to find strength and maturity as we grow together in this year. You need to make a response, make it known now as we stand and sing to encourage you.